Hi, it's Larry here of Xbox Live's Major Nelson, and here we are back in the show. Let's go to bring everybody in. Here we go. Jeff, I know. <laughs> you what? just love that shot for some reason. It's like, did someone give you a new webcam? And you're like, I have to use it. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to place it low, really low. Extra dramatic. And yeah. <laughs> should place it even lower next well, time it's funny well rebecca you weren't on this, this thread but, but there was this and can i t- i'll tell the story jeff 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 and i and rebecca you know rebecca you went to Newhouse, so you've been around production jeff and i've been in tv for a long time and i sent jeff a clip a few days ago of this this um it was a network television it wasn't a network television it was a local news show in a major market and they were doing cuts so fast that, and I, I even took the time, Jeff, you didn't even give me a little credit to, to, to download the clip and then just show you just what I wanted to show you. In like 10 seconds, it was like clip, 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 cut, 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 cut. It was, it was, it was mind numbing. Like, you know, you know, it's, like, old it was like a cloud, and you know, like, <laughs> get off my lawn. But when you start complaining about the cuts on a news station in a city you do not even live in, I, I just, I had, I had to wonder. Well, it was it, you, also why am I getting so stuttery? It was uh, because the, apparently the internet gods are not 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 pleased with you today. But anyway, um, good to yeah. see you guys. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey. Oh, what, what am I supposed to say? Wait Rebecca, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You. you you know as as this this is such a trope in the games industry. I'm going to have to call you out. <laughs> What's up with the T-shirt, Jeff? <laughs> It's a shirt. It's just a shirt. It's it's, it's got, got give it's a one. Philly sports thing. I it's it, this is gritty. Oh, I thought it was Sesame Street. Well, I mean, all, aren't all mascots effectively like you know Sesame Street rejects? It's just like uh, you don't get to be Big Bird, but you get to jump off a trampoline and do like a, a dunk but, and like. Try sorry, you can't hurt. stay on Sesame Street, but we're going to send you to Philadelphia. <laughs> That's where you get to live. <laughs> Yay, yes. even better. So, so, so let's be clear. The takeaway from this show is Philadelphia is where Muppets go to die. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Philadelphia would be it's would be like him. if all the Muppets were Oscar the Grouch, and it was just like all Oscar the Grouch. That's, that's that's Philly, and I say that with pride. <sighs> anyway, let's talk about what we're playing. Get into this stuff, Jeff. You and I were talking about a bunch of stuff, Rebecca. We're going to start with you. How's your week been? You're okay. in New York City. Um, how's it going out there? How's your uh, acclimation going to the city? And and what are you playing? Yeah, so I actually stayed in last weekend. I wasn't feeling great. Um, and I've been playing Wilmot's Warehouse, but I'm not going to lie. I got really frustrated and I stopped playing it after a while. Um, I did not finish it. I'm notorious. I never finish any of my games, I think. Really? Um, but yeah, I know it's a bad habit. Like I love the Bioshock franchise, but I never <laughs> finished Infinite. <laughs> oh, did you finish the first one at least? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah, would you kindly lay off my back? <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> well done. Thanks. Um, but after last week's showcase, last week, yeah, um, I was inspired to get back into Halo because I, I feel bad. Like I love Halo, but I couldn't really remember how the story went aside from you know like Osiris team meeting up with Master Chief and Cortana going crazy. Spoilers, sorry. Um, so I jumped <gasps> back into the campaign, and so I've been <laughs> going through that. Yeah. Are you doing it co-op with anybody? No, I feel like I'm kind of an antisocial gamer these days, but I'm open to it if you guys want to play. Oh, we, we should. I, you know, you, we keep telling, we're, we, we keep saying we're going to play together, but Rebecca, you and I still haven't played a game together. I think <laughs> you and Jeff did once or twice, but you and I need to solve that problem. 
I agree. It's um, been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, There's so, so many co-op games to play. Like let's like any of them. Just send me the invite. Sea of Thieves, okay. Dark Alliance. There's a lot. Yeah. You've been playing Sea of Thieves, right? Yes. Yes. And I'm just looking right now <laughs> right? at my, my friends list here. And uh, A Pirate's Life is out. And yes. uh, I mean, it's it's pretty great. I spent two hours. I have yet to meet Jack Sparrow because there's sort of an open area. And uh, because, wait, there was a hidden treasure. I think there's something hidden here. Hey, hey, we spent no two hours figuring it out. No spoilers. I'm just saying, Gary. we figured out a secret. There's secrets in, in Sea of Thieves. Uh, imagine that. But there's, there's, there's a lot of depth. It's, this is, um, it's not just this like, a depth, it, it's eh? a lot longer than the <laughs> Sea of Thieves depth. I didn't even, oh, I'm so good at that. I'm so good at that. Mm. Uh, it's not just like the pirate's ride, you know, over in five minutes. There's definitely like elements of it, which is really cool. Um, but there's just so much to do. There's so much game here. And so go on, Larry. Jeffrey, I'm disappointed in you. Why? You you lived in Orlando. It is th- those <laughs> things are not rides; they're attractions. Oh well, I'm also I was not a cast member either, so to me it was a ride. But there are parts in it, and I will say, like early on, where there is sort of like remixed. There's sort of like voiceover stuff where it kind of I'm like, wait, did they say that in the ride? It even is coming through kind of tinny. Jeffrey, like you could almost smell that smell of the attraction. attraction. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> I have an interview with Go the on. folks from Sea of Thieves later on with with Joe and Mike, and they are going to talk about that. The audio is. Directly, I want to hear that. I want to hear that. The audio is directly from the rides, from the attractions. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So you'll oh, we'll, we'll, wow. we'll, we'll talk Good anymore catch. about that. Just, just, just let's 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 just say it's a lot of fun. So. So we're that's, we're, uh, that's great to hear. Yeah, we got s- s- some good interviews this week. One of which is the Sea of Thieves guys, and I, I it's funny they only had like thirty minutes for me, and I could have gone out with two hours. We're going to hear some stories, <laughs> behind the scenes stories, and all sorts of cool stuff, and some other interviews later on. So we'll 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 get, we'll get to that. But first, we're talking about. We're, are you playing anything else, Rebecca, or should we just should we go over to Jeff? No, let's go back to Jeff. I, w- I hope you feel better. So, yeah, <laughs> thank you. I feel okay. I don't know if I you can hear Pumbaa more. snoring though. Oh, I thought that was your stomach. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's always Pumba. Okay, that's my excuse too. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, so a uh, few things. Well, one, I finished Judgment, uh, the sort of spinoff, if you will, from the Yakuza series. So good. I I almost cried at the end. Like, there's emotions, <laughs> wow. there's highs and lows. I just ah, uh, I just you know, the Yakuza series is like eight of them. And so you really, like, a lot of the same characters. And so you build, you know, this sort of like rapport, almost a, a parasocial relationship with them. Much like did, you might- just say parasocial? Or somebody uh, that you follow. Yeah, that's like that thing where, and look, a lot of people probably have a parasocial relationship with you, Larry, where, and what that is, is they've been following you for so long, they feel like they know you. Oh, and um, and that's, that's, what, what that's what that is. And that is like, a very real thing. And there's been people that I've met. Uh, you were one of them, actually. And I was like, oh, man. And you almost like want to pick up a conversation. And then you realize, wait, I've never actually spoken with you. And you have no idea what I'm talking about. And it's just really creepy because I follow you. But, but in, I, this case, in this case, in this case, it worked. Something. In this case, it worked. And you now have a career. See? Parasocial relationships, the career builder. So anyway, you kind of have a parasocial relationship with these like non- with, Cosma and all these like people that aren't real. Uh, and so this game has new characters. And I was like, am I really going to like these characters? And at first it's a little, by the end, you're like, I love the, I would die for these non 
not real characters. And right. so that's why I'm glad Lost Judgment is coming out in September. You get to, you know, have essentially another season, if you will, with them. So really, really enjoyed that. But there's games now that I'm playing that I really want to have be playing with you guys. Uh, obviously, Sea of Thieves, Pirate's Life is one of them. Also, Dark Alliance, uh, which is out on Game Pass, uh, which is sort of like a uh, third-person dungeon crawler. It's it's really I was I've been playing solo, but it's made for. Oh, I think I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, there it is, right there on yeah. the dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It's and it's sort of like you know like a third-person sort of beat 'em up, if you will. A little more complicated controls than that. I'm using that sort of white-haired elf uh, um, character who's sort of fast, and I don't know, I'm having a pretty good time with that. So, uh, and then I've just started playing because it's out today. Scarlet Nexus, which was a, mm. uh, a, a game by Bandai Namco uh, with also very, the story. <laughs> Poop is killing me. Uh, so anyway, Scarlet, I'll talk more about that next week. I've only played uh, the first hour or so, but uh, looking forward to playing more. And of course, that's out today. Yeah. That's, uh, Larry, I, wish, I mean, what are you we used to talk about what we're playing. What am I playing? Yeah. What are you playing? I'm looking at, I'm looking at my back here. I've got Tunic. I've got uh, Sea of Thieves, Ooh. A Pirate's Life on deck. I, I have not, Jeff, to be fair... Um, I have not played the released version of it yet. I have, I'm saving it kind of till I, I kind of want to have that, you know, when, when you have this really exciting game, like I remember when the Halos came out and the Bioshocks, I want to have like, just block off the time, shut the phone off and sit down and let the story. And that's kind of what I'm waiting for. And I just haven't had a chance to do that yet. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. And, and more importantly, to, to, to revisit, uh, to revisit the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Well, look, let us know. You should just, just. You have no problem uh, picking up the phone and calling for nothing. This is the time I want you to pick up the phone and go, let's play. I'm not, no, I'm not, <laughs> not going to call you. You get, you get, well, let's be clear. When I call you or you call me, we're like, what's wrong? Who died? What's going on? That's, that's I mean, generally, much, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's kind of the first reaction. But um, yeah, we've got, uh, so that's what, that's what I'll be playing this week. And it's, um, it's, it's the summer. I don't know. I don't know if you saw this, Rebecca, but Jeff and I and everybody here in Seattle, we're headed into a wee bit of a heat wave here in Seattle. It's going to be upwards of a hundred is what they're projecting. So uh, yeah, you're missing all the fun. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Like didn't I said, I wasn't stop. feeling great last weekend. <laughs> didn't, mean to get, didn't mean to get you there. Are you all right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, so we've got uh, we got that. So I'm sure the long story short is because it's going to be 100 out and I'll probably be inside staying cool with the Pirates of the Caribbean. So look, look for those phone calls, Jeff. OK, I'll be ready with no air conditioning and just sort of sweating all over my controller. I want to play, too. <laughs> OK, OK. I'd like to play, too. Seriously, I've got I'm just. I'm going to Jeff, my, my, I did, I, we were looking at the weather this morning and, and I would extend this to you as well, Rebecca, but you're in New York city. My wife was like, do you want to invite Jeffrey and his family over for the air conditioning? I'm like, I'll, I'll see if he wants to come over. I'm planning on spending a lot of time at the mall at the air conditioning. It's going to be great. Well, I don't have a mall for you. I don't have a Zales jewelers, but I do have, I do have a, a living room you could can enjoy. And maybe get room. my ears pierced at Claire's. We lost Rebecca. Don't turn it orange. She's back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just Spencer one of those Gifts things. A lot your, of the West uh, glow Coast in the dark, uh, poster. <laughs> yep. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Like it's, uh, all I know is I'll be spending a lot of time in all of the stores because, uh, it will very quickly be a hundred degrees in my house and outside of it. So <sighs> we've got a, we got a bunch of interviews we're going to bump into right now. Uh, we kind of teased a little bit just a moment ago. So why don't we go ahead and do those? 
and then uh, we'll come back. Jeff, you've got the news ready. You're gonna. Sh- you, Rebecca's got some news as well. We'll kind of tick through that, and we'll get this show. We'll get this show going. So, what do you say we do that? What say? I am very excited this week. It is an amazing, amazing time to be a gamer, especially if you are a Sea of Thieves fan, because. Joining me right now in the boxes to my left and my right, Joe Neat, Mr. Mike Chapman from uh, from Rare for Sea of Thieves. I'm really excited for what you guys have announced this week. First of all, congratulations, Joe. Tell us tell us what you guys have going out this week. Um, so yeah, Sea of Thieves: A Pirate's Life has um, has 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 released and and is doing very well and and has been received brilliantly well. Right, um, our, our crossover with with Disney and with Pirates of the Caribbean and something that we been working on in secret for a while as as you know larry um but um and and mike has been uh lead, leading the kind of design from this from the very first moments that we met with disney uh two years ago now and uh yeah um, um, been an amazing amazing journey together mike i want to talk to you a little bit about because this is available now it's available for game pass members this is this is this is just a a, a free add-on for the game this is like a, this is unbelievable i mean this is stuff that people would pay 20 or 30 dollars for but you guys are just rolling it into for sea of thieves members that that's pretty amazing yeah no i've seen similar kind of discussion of that online and like we said right the launch of this game back in march 2018 that we no matter what we release in terms of new experiences or content we don't want to separate our players like everybody gets to come in and any expansions to the world or new ways to play or new tools it's there for everybody everyone's in the in the same world and join it together so this follows suit with that it, it does and and joe made a comment a little earlier uh, just a moment ago about you know how this is done in secret i want to talk a little bit about that because this is actually a story and, and joe doesn't know i mean joe you know i'm going to talk about this but, you know, about three to four weeks ago, and I, I think I emailed you both that I had made Pirate Legend, and I was really excited. You know, I went through, and I, I hit it, and I was so excited. So, And I knew you guys had some stuff coming up at the game showcase. So I'm like, hey, Joe, do you think you could let me in on what's going on? Because I didn't know. And he simply wrote back, nope, sorry. And that was it. And I was like, okay. And this, and this, to be fair, I mean, this happens frequently in the games industry. And and I, as as most people know, I'm a huge gamer. So I love, I want to be surprised. So mm. I was genuinely stunned when, when you guys rolled this trailer at the game showcase. Joe, t- talk us a little bit about that secrecy. Cause that, that's, that's actually an interesting story. Yeah. Well, so we, a big part of our plan for this was we wanted to blow people away, right, with this huge surprise reveal, not only of um, the crossover itself, but also that it was coming in like 10 days from, from the announce. And so, um, and, and as, as we know, secrets are hard to keep in the games industry and a, and a lot of things kind of end up, you know, um, kind of getting out early um, and, and things. And so we really, really, really had to change everything about how we operated. And I think, and especially on Sea of Thieves, we've leaked stuff accidentally before, right? Like multiple times, probably during the last few years. And so uh, we changed how we worked internally. We codenamed everything. We changed what we put into our internal team reports to each other. Um, we changed who we were talking to about this. And so there was a really small group, even the E3 review process, of the trailers and things that get the reviewed. The internal as part review of, process that we Yeah, have. the internal review process and internally as part of Xbox, we had a much smaller group that was just reviewing our asset, um, not as part of the wider kind of thing. So like there was a very, very small group of people that were kind of in, that brought into this. Um and all, all with that intent. And and we were, you know, for probably the final month every day, we were waking up 
checking the internet checking our google alerts kind of just kind of has is you know has has it has it leaked yet has it not because we you know it would have had it would have had a negative impact on what we wanted to achieve and what we wanted to set out and and that moment for all of our fans of of Pirates of Caribbean fans of Disney fans um and it was so cool to see it play out the way it did even just the way the trailer was kind of constructed with all the little teases through it until the big reveal of of Jack Sparrow Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, I want to point out, and and the internet has pointed this out as well, is that I had you on the show probably about three or four months ago, and in that, we, you and I were talking, and here's the clip right here, and I actually say talk about how, and Mike, I know you've seen this, about, hey, I don't think, you know, Disney could do this better, and you have this look on your face, because I didn't know, clearly you knew, you had this look on your face, which was like a uh, deer in a headlights, and so I, I apologize that I put you in that <laughs> position, Joe, I feel terrible, but it was a fun I way. can't tell you how much I love that clip. I, it's like going back through there, freeze framing. So when's the penny going to drop with Joe? But yeah. even even the fact that Larry, you asked the question, was right. like in a weird way, was kind of like a um, kind of like a pat on the back, like 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 your mind went there in terms of it would be a natural fit, and like that was like yeah. you know, a lot of people would think that when we announced it. So yeah, I, I love that clip and. You know, to be fair, Joe, that was God level of composure the way you handled that. It's very good. Yeah. Honestly, the amount of people on the team that clipped it and sent it to me the next day, going like they didn't want to play poker against me, it was great. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was a part of it. It was it was, and again, I apologize, pretty, but again, that's that's the level of secrecy that you had. People think that I know all the all the secrets, and I certainly don't. I, and I love being surprised. And you talked about that because here, you know, here when we showed it in the game showcase. We see this come up here, and this is the actual clip from the from the game showcase. You know, we see Sea of Thieves. We, you know, we, okay, we know we're going to get some news about Sea of Thieves. But I'm watching this with you know with everybody else, the the millions of other people watching. And I'm like, what is that? Is that a new area? And we're going through it. And as somebody who's been to Disney theme parks many, 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 many times, countless, and the way, and you talked about this, Joe, the build up here to this moment. And I'll tell you the moment when I realized that y'all were were doing something was right right not right here. I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, we're kind of going through. We're seeing our group. I was like, oh, that that kind of looks familiar. You know, that tower there. But this this moment, then this is an iconic moment in the in the ride of the Pirates of the Caribbean, is the dog with the keys. Yes. And that to me, I was like, I was like. Wait a minute. What are they? And then yeah. it just kind of—I don't want to play the whole thing. You can go watch it on the internet. But it's—it's—it's it's, it's a beautiful trailer, and it's—it's it's a lot of fun there. But when 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 we talk about this this uh, working with Disney, you know, Mike, you you know, you and I are talking just a moment off the air about how it's it's just you got to go on the ride a couple of times. What are you doing <laughs> on the ride? Are you are you taking notes? I mean, what do you tell us a little bit about that creative process? Well, I mean, for me, I. I was lucky enough to go when I was a when I was growing up. So like that ride is that attraction is my uh, is probably my favourite attraction from across the world. That's the key word. So like that like I had a I mean happy to say I've got an encyclopedic knowledge of of that attraction. Absolutely adore it. So I think it was the working with the Disney team and being able to go to the to the parks with the Disney team and take a look at the attraction together. I think. I think I know for Joe, you, it was really powerful for you to see all the moments from the original creative pitch, like to see it there right in front of you on the attraction. That was such a, and it was nice to kind of experience it with you that way. But I think that the process was, you know, how, how do we, how do we create an authentic story that not only pays 
homage to the movies of you know the, these five movies that have been incredibly popular but can we kind of be can we cut to the heart of what the pirates of the caribbean means as a world and that all started with the attraction and yo how a pirate's life for me and that in, that incredible song that's memorable to so many people like if we can tap into that as part of an authentic story it's going to reach and touch so many more people so the the chance to play in that world and to weave this story that brings Sea of Thieves and Pirates of the Caribbean together, but to do so with that attraction, which means so much to so many people, me included, was, you know, it, it is a dream come true. It really is. Because that, you know, the feeling when you're at a Disney park, I mean, there's nothing like it in terms of being transported to another world and the atmosphere and the, you know, everyone's in an incredibly amazing mood because it's such an immersive place and it, the chance to bring that to life in our game was yeah, a dream come true. Well, you know, you talk about that, and and I know you and Joe have been to the parks frequently, but that's exactly the feeling. And that's that from that clip earlier on that we talked about, where where I where I made, where I was complimenting you and the team, Joe, was exactly that. When I'm in Sea of Thieves, I feel like I am in a theme park, and a theme park is really just a real life version of a video game in some regards because everything's very controlled, everything is very. Some parts are scripted, some are not, but I can decide where I want to go. Do I want to go to Adventureland, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland? You know, what do I want to do? And that's that's the way video games are. And specifically in Sea of Thieves, I get in my boat, I get in my ship, and I'm like, where do I want to go? And now, now I get to sail into a bit of Disney lore. I mean, that's exciting. Um, you, there's there's a, you had your event earlier this week on a Sunday where you kind of revealed some some more about it and what the tall tales are about. Joe, tell us in the in the game itself what what we can kind of expect and without too many spoilers, if you don't mind. Sure. Well, um, you've, you it's a, a kind of it's five tales, five very very cinematic tales as well that really they take you on this original story that 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 Mike you know, came up with and, and worked with our concept team to kind of to flesh out how it potentially look and, and turned it into this amazing, amazing creative pitch. And it was interesting, just jumping back to the to, to the attraction itself. When I first went on the, the the Pirates attraction and we went around twice, we'd we'd actually taken Disney through the creative pitch the day before and kind of were fully aligned around this is the amazing thing we want to do together. And so I was just sitting next to Mike at the front of the at the front of the boat and um just looking and, and recognizing all these bits that that had been woven into the story. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I think the most amazing thing for me is that, that, the, the, not just the films, but also this kind of the original heritage of the, of the attraction is, is woven into this so beautifully and in such a, a great way, like including, you know, the audio and, and stuff like we were um, kind of talking about off camera, but all of that stuff is in there and it just makes it so authentic. And so for people who have been on that attraction have been to this and they get to come back and experience this as part of a really compelling story um that's completely original but that just tells the story of what would happen if these characters came in and the way mike has woven it in of almost that you're going through the memories of jack sparrow which is kind of what gives us the the reason to go and visit these places and, and areas and stuff from the attraction itself it's but so clever point- but just so yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I also want to point out that you, you know, certainly you took some inspirations and there's certain things from the attraction that we'll see in, you know, in in the um in the game. But you actually took parts of the attraction and put them in the game. I mean, let's talk about the audio <laughs> part, Mike, because that's I asked you this off camera. I'm like, is 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 that the narrator like from from the actual attraction? And tell tell me about that. 
Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, it's that balance, right, of being completely authentic to the attraction. So you can be in that grotto from the start of the attraction. You can hear Dead Men Tell No Tales. You can hear the voice of the talking skull. And when you hear that, and even, even, I mean, alongside the order, even the lighting is that, you know, that blue-green lighting that you see in the grotto at the start of the attraction. We, you know, we've emulated that same feel as well. You really feel like you're there. And the beauty of games, right, you're fully immersed in this location. But audio-wise, you, know, you mentioned Paul Freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, you know, the original narration lines are in there. A lot of the other kind of pirate voices are there from the original attraction. No, when you say Down they're to there, the you, ac- you actually got the audio from Disney to put them in the game, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And there's this seamless mix of original legacy audio down to seagull cores and wind whistling through the caverns to those awesome pirate VO lines. But we've also weaved in original lines that we recorded with the Disney team on the original vintage mics that were used in the 60s to record the original attraction to capture that same legacy kind of um you know that vintage sound that's so iconic that puts you right there in the attraction so i think out of everything you know we've created a lot of content in cfes and working with disney has been it's been an absolute privilege but the chance to you know almost touch the original attraction in creating this narrative has been i mean it's it's pinch me it's one of those pinch me moments and i don't think that i'll ever sink and it's completely surreal you know, you've seen it's out this week. You guys announced it, and then you know, essentially, you know, just a few days later, you know, a week plus later, you you dropped it. I mean, that's extraordinary to itself. And congratulations on a the hard work with with you, and it's I know it's a whole team behind you both. Uh, congratulations on that. Congratulations on keeping the secret, but also congratulations on the continued success of Sea of Thieves. Uh, Joe and and Mike, I know I talked to you many times over the years when I first came out there in February of 2018 and saw it, and I saw the magic that it was, and I want to just congratulate you. And Joe, I want to see if you could just talk a little bit about the success that you guys have had over the past few years. Yeah, it's... Um, Don't be humble. Kind of like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a labor of love, right? The project yeah. is like it has been, and it's something that Mike and I have worked together on for... I think about seven years now, right? I think we were in development for four years years, in the original idea to launch and now over three years since launch. So, you know, not, not too long and we'll have been out live longer than we were in development, which is, which is kind of just crazy to even think of, but uh, each year has been bigger than the last. And and it's uh, in terms of every kind of number and measure. And and I sent a mail today actually to the team kind of uh, after the, after the launch of, um, uh, a pirate's life kind of with some of the numbers some of the momentum and things and it's and it was it was a big day um the launch like there was a lot of play, people playing a lot of excitement a lot of buzz and so you know again this year is going to be bit like well i think it already is bigger than the last we're only halfway through um but i think it's just that continued investment and that continued pouring of passion and love and of just you know an incredibly talented team that that just has so many ideas, right, to kind of continue to enrich this and continue to grow this and just kind of make yeah. it the the pirate world to go and adventure in, like you were talking about, kind of Larry, the kind of it's it's an attraction, right? To come and have your have your adventures in and um it's just richer than it's ever been. And we've got so many more ideas to keep growing it. So I mean yeah, yeah. if you had told me many years ago, I'm like the best pirate game ever to be released is going to come out of a <gasps> studio in the Midlands of, of of you know of the UK, I would have said you're out of your mind. But you know you, Rare has a history of delivering that that magic. And I, I by the way I think you need to talk to the head of Rare Craig and have you guys maybe open up a 
a, a you know maybe a, a remote office down in the Caribbean so you can continue your research. I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna put okay. it. Put, put the word, great. Larry, please, please, because that would be that that would be. I think if we're going to top a pirate's life, that's the only way to do it. That's the only way. We're going to need some deep inspiration deep in the Caribbean. Now, the, the one more thing before I let you go. I mean, a lot of people have tried out Sea of Thieves and maybe checked it out. Now you have a nice onboarding. Now you've changed the the main screen. So if you haven't visited in a while, I, I urge you to download it and check check it out again. But I want to point out that that a pirate's life is a little bit different in terms of once you get into the experience, it's 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 it, you won't run into other players, right, Mike? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a mix of that first tall tale that really introduces that story and, and as you say it's it's a great way to come off the maiden voyage once you've played your first sea of these experience straight into that adventure to save the pirate's life with captain jack sparrow which is amazing even to say it's incredible we've done this um but then some some of the tales also take place in the sea of thieves but anytime you go back to the sea of the dam that it's just you and your crew on this co-op adventure so it, it kind of weaves its way in and out of the sea of thieves to to tell the best story yeah, and that's again, we can't really talk too much more about it because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. But again, if you if you have Game Pass or even if you don't sign up and check out Sea of Thieves, and then you can go into a Pirate's Life and check it out. Um, you know, gentlemen, I again, I I am so excited for you guys for the studio for what you've done here. I I'm looking forward to seeing what you have on the roadmap. But this out of the gate, this is an amazing, amazing uh, experience, and I, I want to as as a Sea of Thieves fan you guys know i'm a fan you know i'm not just a player i'm a fan as well i want to thank Absolutely. you um, any final words before i let you go i mean it's it's kind of hard to follow up to what you just launched <laughs> oh, i mean i mean just just i mean joe when you said that they're like working together the past seven years on this game i do think even when you say that it's kind of it's uncanny to think that like and and, and sincerely like bottom of the heart level stuff like we are still as passionate as ever to keep building this experience. And I think this is, this is kind of one pinnacle that we've reached with a pirate's life and chance to work with Disney. It's, in, it's incredible, but so excited more than ever for the future of this game and where we can take it. Yeah. You guys, yeah. I mean, you guys are really, I mean, it's, there's, you know, famous things written about the Disney Imagineers. You guys are game Imagineers and that's, that's <laughs> what's exciting. So I've, I'm going to, I'm going to call it right now. I'm planting the flag. You guys are, the game Imagineer. So thank you for this, Joe. Uh, any final thank words you. before I let you go, Mike? Uh, for me, I think just um, to, to following on with what you said there about the game Imagineer stuff, I think um, having, you know, I've worked with Mike for, for eight years now, seven, seven years of which we're on, uh, on Sea of Thieves, but um, the last kind of two years since that very first meeting we had with Disney and then kind of as we've gone and Mike's firmed up this, this, this kind of creative proposal, we took Disney through it and then to see that Mike and the team for the last 15 months really kind of building this. Like I've, I've never seen, like, I don't know, I've never been as wowed or as impressed with someone as I've been, in, been so with Mike in terms of his understanding of the, you know, the Pirates of the Caribbean world and of the Sea of Thieves world and the lore and how this has all been woven together to create this update and the passion and the skill and everything that has gone into this from, from Mike. It's literally been a privilege to witness and to kind of, to watch this, watch this happen. So, yeah, so um yeah never been more proud and impressed to work alongside alongside mark i think he's like been absolutely incredible and you know and it, obviously it's not just mike but mike has been a, a huge part of this but the the rare team back at the studio right we've obviously the last 15 months has been a um it's a, a worldwide pandemic everyone's aware of that right and and the the development for this kind of started just as we just as we shifted to working from home and for the whole team to be able to 
um, to have worked on this and deliver this and, and surprise and delight and blow people away with it. It's been an incredible achievement for the whole the whole Rare Studio. Um, so yes, it's just it's a super special moment for for, for all of us. I think. So what I'm going to do yeah. is, uh, Mike, before I let you say the final words, Mike, I'm going to go ahead and clip that out and send that to you so you can use that in your yearly review coming up. So. Uh, I, I was, I was <laughs> going to say, I mean, the, the, the only thing I asked, Joe, wonderful, but the only thing I asked is, can I change my job title to Game Imagineer? Because I'm sold on this. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you should totally do that. Anyway, gentlemen, thank you so much. Yeah. Pirate's Life now available in Sea of Thieves. Check it out if you're on Game Pass. What are you doing? Go download it now. So, gentlemen, on behalf of gamers... Sea of Thieves fans and uh, Disney fans around the world, thank you very much for bringing our worlds together. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Elder Scrolls Online has some great news this week. I'm very excited to be joining me, Matt Fryroar. Matt, how are you? I am good. Thanks for having me on. It is my pleasure. Now, you're, you're the head of the studio over there. You're, you're like the man. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy they hired to start ZeniMax Online Studios to make Elder Scrolls Online. So way back in 2007. I, I remember when it was announced, I remember being at E3 and going, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And you guys had a, a small team. I mean, a really small team. I think, wasn't it like six or seven people that started? Well, yeah, well, when we first started, yeah, it was just me. And I sat with the BGS uh, uh, crew and Todd, Todd Howard's team down in uh, Rockville for a while. And then I hired a small group uh, that, that came up with the basics of the, of the game. And then, of course, a larger team was required to actually uh, to make the to make the game. Now, you guys got some great news this week, why don't you, or recently, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you got and what's going on, because this is really great stuff for Xbox. Yeah, well, we've had a busy couple of weeks, so we've had uh, um, three launches in three weeks, so we launched our, our our big update for the year, Blackwood, which is our chapter, which is our kind of annual big content dump with a lot of stories and a cool area of, uh, of Tamriel uh, uh, to go explore. So this year is Blackwood, which is a region you'll remember from Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion called um, Blackwood, which is near the city of Leowin. Well, we also have an area in Black Marsh where the Argonians are from. So this chapter uh, tells a story of kind of what Mayrun's Dagon, that big Demon Prince, uh, Daedric Prince from uh, Elder Scrolls IV, how he kind of set up the invasion that you then experience in Elder Scrolls IV, because Elder Scrolls Online takes place uh, about uh, 700 years before that. So that was the uh, the big news there. And then uh, two weeks after that, we launched our native next-gen version of ESO for the Xbox Series S and X and PlayStation 5. Now, that's that's some pretty good news here. And I have some screenshots here that you can kind of walk through. This is the like, the here's the last gen. You know, here's the yeah. last gen and here's the next gen. So you can kind of see, I mean, there's more trees, there's more, there's, there's more shiny, but it's not just that. Tell us about some of what the enhancements bring, if you would please, to the next gen consoles. Yeah, so um, ESO obviously was on the previous gen uh, so starting in 2014, and it still runs fine on the previous gen, and it runs just like it runs fine on lower spec PCs. But this uh, version, which we call ESO Console Enhanced, really takes advantage of the of the horsepower of the of the new generation. So it's not just higher fidelity, although it is. It's a, as good as PC Ultra spec because um, these machines are really really powerful. Um, it's also uh, we have for the first time on consoles, uh, we let the user pick between a fidelity mode, which is kind of everything turned on all the way up, mm-hmm. beautiful at 30 frames a second. Or just dial that back a little bit, uh, a little less resolution at 60 frames a second. So we call that performance mode. So we let the user uh, pick, you know, do they want kind of the snappiness of uh, 60 FPS or do they want the really, really high fidelity at 4K? 
So that that's in a nutshell what it brings. I mean, and I'm looking at this list here of what, you know, the, 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 you, you kind of simplify, maybe oversimplified, but I see, you know, shadow settings and ultra texture yeah. settings, increased vo- draw distance, ambient, uh, ambient occlusion, always a good thing to have, uh, anti-aliasing, uh, planar reflections, I mean, the list, native 1440p resolution, which I know a lot of PC gamers are excited about, you know, if they, if yeah, they have their well, console uh, hooked up to their monitor, right? Oh sure, yeah. the The performance mode is native fourteen forty on the Xbox Series S uh, X um, and four K in the Series X. But yeah, I mean, when I say higher fidelity, uh, it includes a whole lot of things, including some higher res textures that we went back and touched up some art from the early early days of the launch game um, and made it look better. And of course, very very um, high res uh, shadows and reflections. And uh, you know, the horsepower of these machines lets us do just as good as any high end PC. You know, it's, it's, I've had a lot of people, cause I want to point out that the, the ESO is available in game pass. So if you have game pass, there's nothing stopping you from jumping in here. Um, but you, you know, what's, is this, is this the type of game that somebody could just jump into if they haven't really played, they've heard of oblivion or they've heard of some of these other games. Cause that's the thing that some people go, I don't know if I understand this. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is a, 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 preconceived notion of ESO that we go at great lengths to to talk about every time we do uh, a show like this, that ESO is very, very forgiving to new players because it's not really level-based in the same sense that other games in this genre might be. So what it means is basically like any Elder Scrolls game, you can jump into ESO and play any of the new content like right from the beginning. You don't have to grind through all the old game to get to the good stuff. You don't need to power level your character to get up to level 50 just to start having fun. You can start having fun right from the beginning because you can play the newest stuff just from the get-go and then go back and do the older stuff in any order that you want. So we're kind of unique in that on console, PC, cross, you know, uh, on uh, across all these platforms, fantasy, online RPG. We're kind of the only game that does that. And, uh, it's a huge advantage for us because it's great for the beginning player to get into the game, but its best feature is that it lets the community play together. So there's no level banding. So if you're level 50, you, you, it doesn't matter if you group with a level 10 person because you can play the same content together. And it makes the game much more social, much more open, and much more uh, friendly for new players. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, there's so much going on. I mean, here's a little bit of the trailer that we, we, we're showing here. There, there's so much going on in this in this game, and there's so much to explore with you and your friends that you you really just need to jump in and explore. If you love the the, the fantasy RBG, I mean, this is the game for you. Uh, you guys have done you guys done amazing work in this space. Yeah, thanks. I mean, the, the, what we always say is that there's really no wrong way to play Elder Scrolls Online. Like, you can play it really any way you want. You can just craft items and for your guild. You can just run co-op. Uh, you know, dungeons, you can PVP, like there's no wrong way to play it. It's, 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 it's got it all. When you, you know, with, with all the enhancements that you're bringing, it's, it's gotta be great to have the power of these consoles, you know, the, this, these new generations of consoles available for you because it really brings into parity your PC platform and your console platforms in a lot of ways, doesn't it? Yeah, a- absolutely. And that's, um, we actually have brought in a lot of our advanced PC tech into these versions, you know, because the, Back in 2014, when the um, last-gen consoles came out, they couldn't handle that, um, that those kind of features. But now this new gen is really, really strong and really, really powerful. And we could basically do um, all of the settings that PC players have been used to for, for a long time. 
I, you know, you, you kind of alluded to it because we talked about it's available as part of Game Pass as well. But I mean, you said you're you're on Xbox uh, Series X and S. You're on Xbox One, PlayStation Four, PC, Mac. I mean, you're on Steam. You're on Steam. There's there's almost Stadia. nothing you're not on, right? Stadia. Yeah, we're on Stadia too. Yeah, seven platforms right now. So uh, I mean, most people get freaked out when they have to ship a game on one, and you're like, nah, we're just, <laughs> let's just do it to yeah. seven. But, but you're assuming I'm not freaking out. But yeah, that's fair. <laughs> By the way, nice poker face. You're just kind of playing it well. I got to tell you that. <laughs> um, what, what you know, if you can give somebody uh, who's maybe who's listening to this interview now, kind of perk their ears up, and said, "Gee, maybe I should go check this out." What, what do you recommend they do to kind of get started? What are, what's the what's the best way to do this directly from the man ahead of the studios? Yeah, I mean, um, well, if you're an Xbox player, just grab it on Game Pass, download it. Um, it's it's free on Game Pass. It's included. Um, just download and start playing. And then uh, if you want to uh, see some of the newer content, um, you can uh, subscribe to ESO Plus, which is our um, subscription system, which uh, gives you access to to a lot of uh, uh, content that we've launched since the original game. But if you just want the essence of ESO, just download load it on Game Pass, jump in, create a character, and just run around and start exploring the world. It's all there. Yeah. Do you have a lot of people going in and like running multiple characters and re-rolling all the time? Right? <laughs> is, is that- oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think we allow up to 18 character slots, and we have many, many, many players who have all 18 full uh, because they have a PvP-specific character or crafting-specific character. Um, You know, and in this new version, uh, in uh, Blackwood that just launched, which is included in uh, the uh, ESO console enhanced, we have a new tutorial even that helps new players coming in off Game Pass or anywhere else um, kind of explain the game to them because it's grown so much since 2014 the new tutorial kind of ties together a lot of the storylines and introduces the player to them and lets them choose which ones they want to go into first that's actually really important and i know you talked about this earlier but the fact that you can choose exactly what chapter you'd like to play that you know maybe you have one area because i know i play very bunch of different video games i kind of like to go because i like the area and i want to explore for whatever it is i just like you know specific area and now players can do that maybe they can jump out and go to another area and kind of skip around a little bit right yeah Uh, like i said there's no wrong way um you can really just start playing the adventure that you want if you really want to go back to skyrim right in the beginning you can just uh go right there right from the start um, if you want to go to some areas that weren't in the other Elder Scrolls games, uh, you can you can just go right to Somerset or elsewhere. Um, so it's just it really, really is very, very forgiving to new players and, and lets them do. You can't make a wrong decision because you can always go back and change your character if you want or go somewhere else and try a new adventure. You know what? It's the it's, we, we need to stop talking about it. Let people go check it out themselves. If you got Game Pass, check it out. If you're on any of the other platforms, it's there as well. Matt Farrow, the studio director at Zenimax Online Studios. Matt, always great to see you and you and your team. Keep up the great work and bringing Elder Scrolls Online. Just keep moving it forward and forward and expanding. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Matt from the Bethesda and and Joe Neat and Chappers, uh, Mike from rare yeah. uh, and actually if you want to see more from them right around the time this goes live um uh you should also check out kind of funny they're going to be on the x cast uh, actually it'll be probably tomorrow uh if you're listening to this on on friday so on saturday they're going to be on the episode the next episode of kind of funny x cast um i know i saw greg miller playing he's a big sea of thieves fan playing Is he? shirtless with, yes shirtless with an eye patch and uh 
And, As you do. You know, so for some people, that's the right content. For some people, it's not. And um, clearly, it's been working <laughs> for him. Clearly, out? shirtless Greg Miller oh, no. has been actually oh, no. <laughs> has propelled him to the next level. Larry, we saw you one button down, and our viewership was divided in half uh, last week. A lot of comments so. about this OnlyFans. They want me to run an OnlyFans. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I love you, but no. <laughs> I, I thought, thank you. I agree with you. So, uh, anyway, so thank, thanks for that. Uh, yeah, the the uh, the X cast is also uh, so, so good over there. Those guys, that team. No, we're yeah, we're big fans. Uh, yeah, Paris Lily, who uh, was hosting the uh, extended showcase uh, yep. last last week, was it last only last week at this point? Uh, yeah, so he obviously a, a consistent host there. Also, Gary Witta. Who we know. We've had on the show. One. He's a friend of the show. And Snowbike Mike is the host. You have had Greg should, should should I get, Mike. We need to get Paris on. We need to get, we should just start. We need to get some more folks on here. Yeah. We're going to cycle them in. That's uh, in addition yeah, to what we have here. This isn't like replacing, it's addition to. It's always replacing, uh, especially when Jason Roddle <laughs> cuts you right off. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, we can work on that. That would be, I think that would be a lot of fun. Well, so, I mean, I just, I anyway. mean, I, I want to go from, you know, two people. To more. <laughs> yes, Jeffrey. Larry, I will. I I will forgive, but I will not forget, and I probably won't forgive. Uh, anyway, we got it. We should get into the news here. So we got we got some you know following up from last week. We got some news, Jeff. Do you uh, do you have do you have your news? I you know I do I do I have a news ticker? I, I don't have a news <laughs> ticker. I know you're in do New you? York. Do you I don't have the news York. ticker. What did you lose it? No, 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 no. I'm just saying I have that one. But I'm just saying, Rebecca. Now that you're in New York, there's a and I know no one listens to radio anymore. But there's a radio station in New York called 1010 Winds, and they've got the you know like the teletype in the background. And I feel like I should have that for Jeff. That's what I, that's what kind of ticker I'm looking for. That's what we're missing. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Exactly. So, okay. Jeff, gosh, you don't you don't have that in your teletype. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have that sound effect already. You have all the you know, other got, sound effects. <laughs> I've got the achievement because you got to have that, but I do need to have a. Uh, I do need to have something a little more. This, by the way, I did. I did get uh, something specifically for when you're telling your dad jokes, and that, of course, is. So anyway, Jeffrey, <laughs> let's go to the news, shall we? I giving Larry sound effects was not the the best <laughs> idea. I think that's what the, that's what all the comments in YouTube are calling out. <laughs> I like it. I'm a fan of this. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank Let's you. Let's talk about the news. Go ahead. Xbox what you, Game Pass. Hey, what you new got? titles announced for Xbox Game Pass. Uh, I will call out some some uh, games like uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts are now available to play via the cloud. But uh, the new ones that are entirely new to Game Pass, well, we have uh, Worms Rumble, Cloud, Console, and PC available now. Uh, Iron Harvest will be following, uh, well, by the time you hear this, it will be available on PC. Uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered via EA Play. So if you're an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, you'll be able to uh, get to play, I believe that is the latest of the Need for Speeds. Uh, and EA Play, there's so many good games in there. Uh, it, it's You're never at a loss for, for what to play. And I love how we sort it out when you go into My Games and Apps and you can just sort of look at there. All right, Larry, this is actually, I don't know if you've been having your daughter play games yet, but one of the first games not. that I played along with 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 my daughter was Gang Beasts. And Gang that'll, Beasts That'll, that'll is be like fun this. to get by my wife. That'll be, hey, no, Gang Beasts. It's gonna <laughs> no, be well, all right, first of all, the name, well, the, there, I don't think there's ever been a bigger 
like uh, dichotomy or divert, you know, separation between what a game is called and what the game actually plays <laughs> like. You're like, gang beast. This is like rated, you know, right. NC rated 17 or something. And and instead, it's actually like if you saw the Party Animals trailer doing yep. our showcase last week, and you're like, oh, I want to play that now. Well, you can't. It's not out until next year. But you can play <laughs> Gang Beasts, which will be on Game Pass uh, on July 1st. It's like a physics-based sort of like cutesy party game where your goal Ooh, is generally to violence. somebody off of something. <laughs> kid violence. But like fun kid, f- kid violence, but with a heart. And uh, mm. But it's very like, – uh, it's just kind of fun, like slapsticky <laughs> physics. And you're like – you grab onto each other and you're usually just trying to throw them off of something. It is, it is very fun. So I highly recommend gang beast. What you're seeing here is party animals. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> I happen to have that queued up. Yeah. Yes. And also gang. gang I beast love this made, trailer. Uh, right. I think this was one that <laughs> stood up. I don't know if there's child. Friendly. Yeah. Anyway, we're just going to leave that alone. But uh, anyway, more games coming to game pass, a mortar realms, Vampire Wars and then Limbo, the all-time classic Limbo, uh, coming to cloud console and PC. So good. All of these by July first, which is uh, just about a week away, which is very so, cool. So good. Larry, here's something I'm going to want to ask you about. Yes. And that is uh, the design for Xbox monitors, which were announced earlier this week. So we're yes. partnering with a number of different um, sort of device manufacturers, Philips, Asus, Acer, people that you know that make monitors, make great monitors. I've had an Asus monitor for um, a very long time. Uh, but these are made specifically uh, to unlock the power of the Xbox Series X and S. What can you tell me about them? Well, I can tell you that they're they're coming soon. We have three that we announced. Uh, one of them is Philips, and that one is going to be out, I believe, this summer. But I, I don't want to talk too much about them, Jeff, because I am lining up somebody from our hardware team to come in and really talk about what the program means. And this is the first time we've put the Xbox, frankly, the Xbox logo on a monitor and gone into a program like this so that these monitors are going to be designed to give you, you know, automatic low latency when you're playing that. And of course, high frame rate and things along those lines. So I'm going to get somebody on from the, uh, from our hardware team to talk about what that means and why these monitors are just a little bit different. So stay tuned for that. So, but, but we did announce the program they're shipping later this year and I'll, I'm going to definitely get someone on. Yeah, there's an article on Xbox Wire, and it's really cool because that one uh, uh, monitor by by Philips actually broadcasts like color on your wall behind it. Yeah. That sort of matches up to what you're playing, which is really well, cool. I have but that. I, I, have all, that I, know, mo- I put it. Yeah. I put in some hmm. lights back here to do that, so that's why oh, you'll see nice. the different colors. Like I don't know if I oh, can that's make neat. Them. Can I make them like there's one color? I'll make them blue back there. Oh, yeah. So I'm just I got a whole thing going on here, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. It's a nice setup. To say the least. (laughs) So uh, we'll come. It'd be great to learn more about the monitors. I think just in general, when Series X and Series S, uh, when they when it came out, and the lead up, there was a lot of like new terminology, like HDMI 2.1 and VRR, variable refresh rate, and number of other things. And I think these monitors sort of like take the guesswork away. It's just like plug, and you know you're going to be getting like the best the best picture. Someone should should copyright that. Okay. Uh, so Space Jam. I know we talked about Space Jam. Uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy, which is the I don't know if it's we called a sequel to the, the movie with Michael Jordan like 25 years ago, and now with LeBron, it's coming out. I want to say this summer. Yep. And uh, yeah, July mm-hmm. 16th. 
And uh, a few months ago, we announced um, some pretty cool stuff where we were working with um, to help educate kids for coding. Uh, so a Microsoft coding workshop. But then there was also the opportunity where fans could enter in an idea for a game that would um, sort of like relate to the movie. Yep. And well, we went and we made it. And that game is going to be coming out uh, for uh, Xbox uh, Game Pass first. And that's going to be coming out uh, next month. Um, but it's sort of like a beat 'em up. It's it's uh, also on July first. So I guess again another perk for Game Pass here um, is to be able to download that game on July first. And yeah, I think I'm going to yeah, like beat 'em up on, with LeBron. I think I'm getting somebody on to talk about that game. I don't have LeBron available, um, but I'm going to see if I get somebody <laughs> else. But we've also made some. Uh, and the last bit of this is uh, a series of three different um, controllers that sort of pay homage to Space Jam, and there's one for the Toon Squad, there's one for the, the good guys, the Goon Squad, which is the enemies, and then also the, the server-verse, where like, the whole thing takes place, like, I guess, in like, the, the internet. Actually, that one's like, the most like, uh, interesting-looking of the, the three controllers. And a lot of times, you know, in the past, we've done uh, different controllers that they, they look cool, but you couldn't buy it. Well, you can actually buy these. These are going to be going for sale on Amazon and on the Microsoft Store. So there they are. There's the server verse oh. one is there on the right. Oh, I love it. And you see, obviously, the other two. I like the Goon Squad one. I like purple. Big purple fan. Yeah. You can check those out if you want to, as Jeff said, over at uh, news.xbox.com. So there you go. I was waiting for a that's all, folks, Larry. But uh, we do have some more news. I'm not gonna, Actually, I can't do Mel Blanc. Yeah, no, I can't do that. So somebody's very recognized about as recognizable as the Looney Tunes or, you know, depending on who it is, maybe more coming to Minecraft. Ooh, Rebecca, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we have the Sonic the Hedgehog DLC, which released in Minecraft. Um, heard really great things from the community so far, but yeah, folks should definitely go check it out. Bling, 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 bling. I just have that, those <laughs> rings, that sound in my head. Cause I remember going through yeah. the loop and the ring. That was satisfying. More of that. <laughs> Well, if you look, if you go yeah. back and look at some of those, like on the from the the Sega Genesis, they do have a um, you know a, a a blocky quality to some of those worlds, so it it feels like it's natural, right, Rebecca? Yeah, it's it's a really good partnership. Um, I mean, they've been awesome to work with, and then I think it was just, yeah, it was a really natural fit to bring Sonic to the game. So yeah, people should definitely go check it out. There's a lot of really good content online already too. Cool. All right, Jeff, go on. I see. Yeah, it's not just skins, right? There's like. There's more to that too, isn't there? No, it's, yeah, it's actually, yeah, there's actually a world. It's pretty neat. This actually looks really cool. Uh, I'm taking a look <laughs> at some of the content. It looks like the, was it Forest Hill Zone? Um, yeah, but like that famous first level where yeah, you're going boring. in the loop-de-loops and putting Hopefully that in Minecraft. Hidden areas too. Awesome. Or hidden areas, remember those? I, I mean, it's a platformer. Yeah, you could you go through the wall in certain parts. There you go. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it at you, Jeff. And you're, sorry, you're I didn't. Humbled. I didn't play it. <laughs> you didn't play. Oh, well, you should go check it out. No, sorry. That, that was like I'll check it out of Minecraft. Like middle school, high school for me. Yes, there you go. There you go. Where you can just make your own hidden areas with a pickaxe, and you just sort of dig your way through. Last thing, uh, State of Decay Two. Can you believe they're up to update number twenty five? So the folks uh, at Undead Labs they just keep uh, supporting the game. Uh, this one's a pretty significant update in terms of blood plague being like super prevalent. Um, there's these um, there's uh, sort of uh, this plague territory that has to be cleared out around the plague hearts, and uh, there's outposts and other things that you can't even get to until you've cleared out that plague heart now 
but that sounds harder. There's better rewards as a result. So I love that the uh, the folks there have been able to keep adding and iterating and making the game better. And I would say like once or twice a year, I'll end up going back into the game and picking up my world and and usually end up starting over again because there's so many new things. And um, I, I just love the sort of system-based uh, fun of uh, of State of Decay 2. Did you did you really not have the segue there for you're talking about Sonic? You could have gone into <laughs> Sonic in the official video game for the Tokyo Tokyo Olympics. Is that a screenshot of the game? Because it kind of looks like maybe it's somebody in the suit. No, I'm just saying that this is on the wire post. So or basketball. Uh, so well, anyway, but I, I know it's weird because the 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 Olympics, the Olympics were last year, but now they're this year and it's all, everything's upside. We're in the upside down. Well, same thing like Euro 2020 is happening here in 2021. They're like, Nope, we're not changing the logo. (laughs) It's still Euro 2020. Yeah. Tokyo got the bid for 2020. That's what they're getting. They're not getting 2021. (laughs) So anyway, so is it sort of like, like in an an embassy that's considered like, like if there was the French embassy in the U S is considered French soil. Right. So is it like when you're in the Olympics, it's in here, it's still 2020. It's 2020. When you go out there and go home, you're in 2021. (laughs) A little bit of travel there. Um, Thank you for the news there, Jeffrey. I try Larry. I know. Not especially hard, but I do. I try. You do your best, though. How are you feeling over there, Rebecca? I know you've been struggling the show. I appreciate, by the way, <laughs> appreciate you joining us, even though you're having a little bit of a coughing fit there and you're recovering. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm feeling okay. Um, actually, there is one thing I'll, I'll also mention. Um, so this weekend is uh, Pride in the US and a lot of other f- places around the world. Um, I don't think we talked about it being Pride Month on no. the show yet, right? Well, we talked a little bit at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, so we we have an Xbox Wire post that we released, which has a lot more information, but there's some cool stuff going on. We have um, like a pride gear collection that's available if folks want to, you know, um, get like different, like we have, uh, we have kind of like a specific like livery with like the rainbow um, and the progress flag and uh, people can get that gear in in real life, but then we also release like the gear collection for avatars too. Um, I think there's like new profile themes. Um, Tell me why is free through the month of June, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, So folks can go experience that. Sorry, still, still not feeling great. Um, There's a bunch of other opportunities for people to donate via Microsoft rewards, which I've plugged, I mean, quite a few times now, but basically it's, you know, if you, if you use different Microsoft products then chances are you've been accumulating rewards and you can use those rewards to um, send actual real life donations to nonprofits that Microsoft will match, which is really cool. Um, and then there's just a bunch of other different like, collections and stories and like ways that people can kind of like learn and, um, you know, hear, hear perspective from other folks. So yeah, I'd recommend folks check it out. Check that out. I, I just, in fact, I just was putting the blog post up there while you were talking about it, Rebecca, and you can kind of see yeah. some of the, some there's of the a lot. Some <laughs> of the, I think the proper marketing term as they like to call it is activation things that they're doing uh, <laughs> yeah. it was your job to just correct everything it's not a ride it's an attraction it's an activation no it's uh, that people like to call it an act it's it there's a lot you should of get college credit for for watching this show in marketing you're gonna get your <laughs> or, or hospitality learn all the right terms who needs the kellogg yeah. school just come right here so uh but yeah we'll have you know you, if you want to link off if you want to check that out just go to news.xbox.com and it's all there celebrating pride and the whole post over there so that's uh that's a lot of fun yeah you had a good point about the microsoft rewards though 
Um, this is just something just by playing games, especially on Game Pass games, you'll see something pop up sometimes if you're if you've signed up. So definitely download the app, and then just every time you end up playing those games, sometimes when you unlock some achievements, sometimes there's other sort of things you can sort of sign up for. Um, uh, it's almost like Microsoft Rewards app is your quest giver, and then you as the NPC, and then you go out and you do those things, and then you get those points, which can be exchanged for credit. Uh, on the Microsoft store, but also I, I make a habit of once I get up to about 5,000 points, I'll go ahead and I'll find, you know, there's usually a number of different, uh, salient charities to donate to and to, to donate those. And then Microsoft doubles that, which is awesome. I just love that, uh, it, you know, your money has just goes twice as far as it would otherwise, uh, to go to those, to those, um, worthy causes. You know what I have here, Jeff, is I have one of my favorite things uh, you know i i do my pins let me let me i don't know if i can let me cut over here to this i do my pins this is this is kind of what i keep some of my xbox pins in but the pride <laughs> one is one of my favorites oh i have that one too i don't have it with me yeah that's great <laughs> do you have a special <laughs> pin tongs i know no, yeah is, are those tongs story this is a funny story <laughs> i i was ordering some tweezers to do some electronic work on amazon and they, I, I was like, oh, these are great. And it came with a package of three. And it turns out I didn't realize they were like monster tweezers. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's like if your splinter is like a baseball bat got caught in my <laughs> Look arm. at the size of these things. That. So anyway, so I have these crazy, crazy, I mean, they're just basic tweezers, but oh. they're just enormous. So I use them once in a while. So, I love that they look what, like actual, like normal bathroom tweezers too. They're well, just someone hit it with a jumbo ray. <laughs> and I never noticed like down in the description that, you know, length one foot, <laughs> right? Who, who knew? So. I'm at a loss for that. Are you just really small? Did you shrink this week, Larry? I, and Jeff, it was I'm I just want to see you like open a door and like slowly. That's them <laughs> next to a phone. Okay. They're huge. They're huge. Oh my gosh. So, and, and they came in a package of three. Because one of them is not so enough. We get one. So, if you need one, so get one for each of us. Where's my giant tweezers? <laughs> I, I've never shown these to you before. I can't believe I haven't shown these to you. So, so I, the, the moral of the story is I can believe that. The moral of the story is read the description because a friend of mine, who we all, you and I, and Rebecca know, who works with us, a friend of ours who lives in Canada, he was telling me how he, when the pandemic started, he needed to give himself a haircut. And he was so excited because all the haircutting kits were sold out on Amazon and Target and everywhere. And he ordered one. He finally found one. He ordered it and it showed up and it was for a dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was animal clippers, <laughs> which to be fair, I mean, they're probably close I enough. Mean, did he use them? He looked, well, not only did he use them, but he got best in show. So. <laughs> ah, there it is. I, did ah, we team you up for that? Did any of this happen at all? <laughs> All right, there. We go. Nicely done. Any- <laughs> sorry, I had to go. With- I'm sorry. I-, I took your dad just this week, Rebecca. I'm sorry. Do you have one for us? It's okay. No, I'll save it for next week. That was okay, a good well, one. You can have that one for free. Anyway, gang. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. We'll see you guys. We'll see you guys next week, Rebecca. Thank you for joining I'm us. I hope too you soon. I hope you'll. I hope you'll feel better, uh, Jeff. I'm. I hope you. You know, get less gritty next week. I you'll, guess. You'll all feel worse. Actually. <laughs> okay, you're gonna be. You'll be less gritty. So, uh, as if 
as if that's possible. So anyway, all right, gang, you know how to find us online. Uh, Rebecca and uh, and Jeff, you can find us all. Uh, Rebecca, I follow her on Twitter. Follow Jeff on Twitter. That's our that's our <laughs> socials right there. Um, and there you go. That's all you need to know. We'll see you guys next week. Hit us up in the comments, <laughs> Jeff. Go ahead and do a little spiel about the this and the this and the banging this and the whole thing. <laughs> oh my god someone Larry, has to you're do like it. peak larry this week you're peak larry this week uh, of course i know you you're it. on a roll you, uh, i know i know you're, please uh no we do ask especially if you are subscribing or you're watching us on youtube please subscribe uh the likes do help elevate the show but really we care about your comments and we do read the comments uh and they tend to be very constructive so we do look for those and uh please leave them or larry will come at you with his giant tweezers <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next ready. week. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.